Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. Hey, this is Jeff Zog from the Dad Awesome Podcast. I love the Crazy Cool Family, and specifically, I hopped into Basecamp. All of these resources, the video resources, the specific guides that let me put the names of my daughters and my wife, and just showing me visually, hey, am I making progress? What areas can I attend more to? So I'm so thankful. I want to encourage you guys to hop into Basecamp, sign up, dive into those first intro videos. It's been so helpful for my family. Hello, all you crazy cool families out there. I um, cornered Madeline and said, Madeline, come do a podcast with us. And I said, you know, we're in the middle of our fight series. And I was thinking, Madeline, okay, let's talk about fighting for the little moments. Let's just talk about, you know, making your your best life now. (laughs) What'd you say, Madeline? (laughs) I said, uh, can I do a podcast on losing the fight? Because I really do not feel like I am winning right now in this life. (laughs) And you're like, yeah, can I talk about wanting to give up the fight? Yeah. yeah. Can I talk about quitting? (laughs) And so I thought, yes, yes. I mean, raise your hand, moms out there that dad's even out there that if you felt like I'm, I'm losing, I'm not, I'm not winning the fight that this is, this is, this is hard. I don't want to do this anymore. I throw in the towel. I quit. I mean, I know going back to, as I look back, I remember those moments. I remember seasons. I was just sharing with Madeline that, yeah, right after Michael was, or I think Michael was like one or two and I got pregnant and I, it was like, I can't do it anymore, Don. I'm done. I can't, I'm not, I don't want to play. I don't want to be, I don't want to be mom. I don't, I don't want to be anything anymore. Can I be single without children? And he's like, no, 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 but we can do this, this, and this. And he kind of gave me a, so I didn't, he just gave me an out. So I didn't feel so cornered <laughs> anyway. And so Madeline, tell us a little bit about like what it is that's going on that made you, you know, have to, what makes you feel like you're losing the fight, but also how did you fight each day for your family to make your family great? Because while I know that you believe that you were losing the fight every day, <laughs> I know Truett and Everly, your three-year-old and your one-year-old, they didn't feel like they were losing anything at all. Oh, maybe <laughs> you weren't there all the moments. <laughs> um, we just had like essentially some external circumstances that started uh, weighing on us as a family. Um, our kids got sick. Uh, around Christmas and honestly are still not healthy. We're going on about three months um, of them being sick. Everything, I mean, everything from sinus infections to ear infections to teething to stomach bugs to, you know, diarrhea. Every bad thing that you can think that's coming out of them and every orifice that could come out of pink eye, everything is (laughs) just oozing out of everywhere. The the goopy eyes were the worst. That was the one. And so, and that has been about three months. And so emotionally, they're not doing great. Physically, they're not doing great. And then plus my husband started working. Um, He had been off work for about six months. And so he started working and started working uh, like a, a large project at the same time. And so he was working 
like 80 plus hours a week. And so there's about a month and a half in there that I put them, like I, I woke up with them and I put them to bed. You know, y'all know, single y'all, yes, it. y'all know how the, the days and the weeks are when you're the one that wakes up and you're the one that puts them to bed. And then your husband comes back and you're still expected to be a wife and have the house clean and dinner. And, you know, they come in and they're like, what's for dinner? And you're like, don't talk to me about <laughs> dinner, you know? <laughs> um, but just, and then just an average. And then there was also the Arkansas winters, are usually pretty mild, but this particular Arkansas winter, my husband and I lived there, there was a, a month of every Thursday it snowed or iced like for four weeks straight. And so that takes out all outside play and you can only gear up and get in snow gear and put them down sleds so many times before you're all over it. And then um, they're all snotty and they're so you all can't snotty, do it anyway. Yeah, and so yeah. there's just like a bunch of external circumstances that essentially made it to where it felt like every if I looked at any area of my life I was like losing my house was chaotic my like my my relationships felt not peaceful I didn't have any time for myself my kids weren't healthy I never saw my husband because he was working so much so that felt like it just any area I looked at I was like I'm losing I'm losing I'm losing I'm losing and then plus my own mentally I just like mentally was feeling like a crazy person because some days I'm like some moments I'm like you're the cutest person in the world and the next moment I'm to like, the children to my children, children. <laughs> to the next yeah. moment I'm like if you don't leave my side right now I'm gonna lose it on you you know <laughs> and so just feeling like mentally like crazy and so just looking at my life not even like being critical and like I wasn't even beating myself up I was like really logically looking at my life and being like I am losing my the fight I'm losing in the fight Mm -hmm. so Mm-hmm. That's a little bit of what was going on. Did you mention that how far along you are in a, preg- in yes, a third pregnancy? Yes, I was pregnancy. just yeah. coming out of my first trimester. Actually, I ended up getting this stomach bug about three weeks to a month after I came out of my first trimester. And my husband came home and took care of the kids all day. And I told him that it was my favorite day of the whole month so far because I was like, I feel the same sick as I have in my first trimester. But today I got to take a nap all day. <laughs> it was the first day that I actually just got to rest. And I was throwing up all day, but I've been throwing up for the last three months. So what's one more day of throwing up? I was like, this day was the most, the best day, the day I had the stomach bug, the best day I've had in two months. Anyway, that's so sad. <laughs> well, and then I even think about like your 28th birthday. Yes, my 28th birthday. It was March 5th and my husband was throwing up through the whole thing. I had a whole birthday party planned. I had had all these things, everything canceled. (laughs) So just a lot. It's even on that, like a lot of disappointment and loss of expectations Mm -hmm. partnered in it. Um, Yeah. To where I just like, honestly, I still don't really feel like I'm winning currently. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so I just, um, I, I totally relate and I totally remember, I just remember going to bed, you know, curling up in bed at night and thinking, yep, that was a fail. You know, (laughs) I I lost that day. You know, there's not, you know, and going back through the day and trying to find the moments in the day that it was like, okay, well, I, I mean, it wasn't a complete failure. I mean, we, you know, the, the baby, you know, smiled, you know, or the baby <laughs> crawled or the, you know, toddler, you made me laugh or the, you know, the child, you know, made it to the bathroom for the first time, you know, or just the positive things, mm-hmm. or I got all the dishes done or the laundry got done. You were telling me something about the laundry, the, like, the, like you were like, I was telling Madeline, well, you know, sometimes Madeline just leave it for the next day. It's okay if it's not all done before you go to bed. It's okay. And what did you say? That you, I said, well, I you- tried that. There was one night that I was like, okay, I'm just going to leave the laundry. Like I folded it all on the floor. I'm just going to leave it. When I wake up, I'll put it away. 
And I spent the whole next day putting it away because, you know, when you have small children, you can't get anything done like it in any reasonable amount of time. So I spent the whole next day putting it away. I was like, you can't leave it for the next day or else you start in the negative. Like you start tomorrow <laughs> already behind and you can't start behind because as soon as they wake up, you're already behind, you know, with your life and with your moments and wiping the noses and cleaning, cleaning everything. And so it's like, you can't start behind. Um, and so I was like, you got, you got to go to bed with the house clean. You got to have some boundaries or like, you know, stay up 10 minutes later to start your day off to where you're not in the negative. Yeah. That's what it feels like. It just kind of feels like with little kids, you're just always in the negative, whether it's energy or whether it's house or whether it's like just something is always, some ball is always being dropped and you're always like losing to some extent. And that's a foreign feeling for you because you're a seven on the Enneagram and the seven is has fun right <laughs> every situation's fun yes and so how are you wrestling with that i mean the, trying to make it fun and it's just not <laughs> it helps when we can go outside that helps yes, you're a, a sunshine million girl, times right? yes, solar powered um <laughs> if i can get them outside that's amazing um but i think i like honestly i've just been like spending i spend time with god every morning and I have to, because I usually ask him like, father, what do you have for me today? And he'll tell me like one or two things that I essentially have to think about the whole day. And the whole day I'm like going back to the one or two things that he told me, whatever it is that he's telling me, I'm like, whether it's okay, I'm giving you peace today. So when you like are wanting to feel frustrated, you're going to choose peace, you know? And he's like coaching me in that, or he's like, just telling me like, you got this, you can handle this. And so honestly, the main way I'm dealing with it is like spending time with the Lord um, and hearing something from him, yeah. the daily manna. Yeah. And yeah. receiving something from him that it's like, that's helping For this me. this day. Yeah. Yes. Sustaining me through the day. But even then I still get to the end of the day and get to multiple, mo there are multiple moments in every day that I don't choose that. And I choose frustration or I choose whatever it is. Um, that's like not what God had told me to choose that day. Um, but I think another thing is there's, there's two main perspectives that the Lord gave me. Um, which is like, he's kind of given me, I guess, a time stamp on each of my kids in the sense of like, I have them in my household to raise for 18 years. And so every year that they grow older is another year that I don't have them. Because once they go off to college, it's not like you're not speaking into their life, but they like start getting to make their own decisions. But you don't have to wipe their nose anymore, Exactly, right? exactly. <laughs> and so I'm like, so with True and I have 15 and Everly, I have 17 like years left that I get to invest in them. And so that's like a very humbling perspective for me because I just want to like, I guess, capitalize, use every of those, every one of the moments that I can to teach them and train them. But also I realize that I have still have 15 years. And so that's okay if we have like a bad day, you know, right, it's you like fail. not yeah. the end of the world. And, and I just keep hearing from the Lord all the time. It's like, if you get frustrated with them one time, it's not going to ruin y'all's relationship. Like mm -hmm. as long as you repent and you tell them you love them and you give them so many kisses all day, mm -hmm. they're going to be fine. So the first one is just like realizing the time that I have with them, like on the greater scale. But then the other one is just like, I guess paying attention to the little moments in like, um, being okay if the, all the little moments aren't perfect, but also just loving the little moments because they're only tiny. Like like today is the only day that True is ever going to be three years and you know two three months old or whatever. Mm -hmm. And Everly's only going to be 20 months old for this day, you know, and she's only going to have this personality and do these things like this day, you know, tomorrow she's, she's learning words. Everly's like 20 months and she's learning words like nobody's business. Like even mm -hmm. in the last 
week that I've been here, the last four days that I've been in Texas, she's learned a million words. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, I only have this moment with them at this season and this time. And so I just don't want to miss it. I don't want to like let my circumstances or let the bad things, I guess, that are going on in my life make me miss out on them. Like the little people that I get to raise and invest in. Um, Yeah. So those are two perspectives like a bigger perspective and a smaller perspective of their lives that help me at the end of the day, not feel like I lost because I'm like, I still have time mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I still have time and I appreciated them throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And that's really what Jeez. we do all the time is I'm just like, I'll just stop and sit on my couch and let them do whatever they want. And I just watch them probably mm-hmm. for like 10 to 15 minutes. And in the evening when Larry gets home from work, I'm like, come in. After we finish dinner, I make him sit on the couch, put away all technology, and we just watch them. And mm-hmm. we wrestle or we'll play or we'll talk. Or we'll just watch them play. We'll just like, I just watch them because I'm like, I don't want to miss this day in the mm-hmm. moments that you are this age and this size and doing these things. And I love that because on the one hand, what that does is it releases all the expectations of all the things you want to get done, but you can't possibly get done with two small children who are going a hundred different miles. I mean, a hundred different directions. Right. And so it's like, okay, I'm not going to do the dishes right now. I'm not going to do the laundry. I'm just going to sit here and enjoy and appreciate you. Yeah. I love that. But what I, the other side of that too, is that you're filling them up. You're giving them the attention. I mean, you're, you're adoring them. Mm -hmm. And when, and children who get the, their, the, the attention that they want, they crave from their parents are confident, secure children Mm -hmm. because they, they go out into the world and they think, well, my mom thinks I'm amazing. And so (laughs) therefore I am. (laughs) And so I, and so I love that. And so that is one of the things that Madeline is very good at is she's very good at playing with her children, stopping, shutting down your, your own agenda to play with them. And I find myself getting the most frustrated and feel like I'm losing the fight the most when I have things to do and I can't just be their mom. Like when we're trying to get out the door for church, it's like one of the most stressful times. Y'all know if y'all are getting kids out the door for school, it's like just one of the most stressful times getting out the door mm-hmm. with two people and they don't, they can't do any, small they people. can't do anything. They can't put on their own shoes. They can't get themselves dressed. They can't go to the bathroom. They can't change their diapers. They can't grab their water bottles. They can't, you know, put the diaper bag in the car. They can't buckle themselves in the car seat, you know, not to mention the fact that what they're doing, they would rather be doing. Yes. I mean, so like, it's counterproductive. Yeah. So every time, every time that you're like, okay, let's go get in the car. They're dumping water all over the floor in the bathroom because they're in the middle of playing game so not now you have to wipe the bathroom you know just all the things that it takes to get out the door and then you're getting you're changing one kid's diaper and the other kid's doing the exact opposite whatever um and so when I'm trying when my own plans or agenda or ideas um or even things that are like necessary like my job that I have to do or places I have to be that's when I find myself getting the most frustrated because they're not fitting into my schedule and the days that I love the days that we don't have anything to do and I mm-hmm. we could just watch and play and I have, I have set times to clean my house, you know, right after breakfast when they go down for naps and before bed. And so I'm not touching it in between there. We're just playing and letting it, letting what happens happen, you know? And so if I can lower the expectations for myself, that's better. And then I just have to choose patience in the moments whenever we have places to go or people to see and things going on and they are not 
orderly walking to the door right, in you know, single file line with their <laughs> shoes on and their bows in their hair, you know, or whatever it is. Well, and then, I mean, speak a little bit into, I mean, sick babies are hard to be around. So hard. They're they're just high maintenance and needy and they don't feel good. So they're demanding. And they and just cry and they want to be cr- held all the time. And they want to be held. Everly oh. just wants to be held all day long, all which doesn't feel good. Yeah. Hoju, hoju, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and so then you're just feeling discouraged because then I, I remember actually a few days ago or a few weeks ago calling my mom, just started crying. I was like, I don't even know how to be their mom anymore. I was like, all the things that I know how to do. Well, she had just she she dropped them off at Macy's house. <laughs> yeah, Macy to go was watching have, them because it was the week of her birthday, and so Macy was like, okay, I'll watch them. I know you know everybody's like, I we see you drowning, Madeline. <laughs> you know, go shopping and just have some. You know, I used to always say, I just want to run to Target. I would do like a nine p.m. Target run yes. and stay till it closed. Just look up and down the aisles. Just look, just nothing. To, <laughs> just to have a a, a thought completed uh-huh. in my head. Like if it came in, then it got to finish before it got interrupted with mom, 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 yeah. mom. Yeah. So, so I had just sat down. I had sent Macy with the kids and I had just done this for the first time. It was like this big, big moment for me because I'm like finally getting a break from all this craziness. And I sat down at Starbucks and I was just. Because it's the other thing. You haven't been able to have Starbucks because she's I've been, been so sick. Pre- yes. I've had a big coffee pregnancy. version um, due to being pregnant. Anyway, so sat down at Starbucks, got my coffee and was about to start working on some stuff. Just being by myself and i mean guys not even five minutes into this i get a call from a call from macy hey has true been acting weird this morning because he just threw up (laughs) i was like uh I said, call me back in 20 minutes. If he's thrown up again, I'll come and get him. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, listen, I don't know what's going on. And so about 20 minutes later, she calls me back. She's like, hey, he just threw up again. And so I'm like, okay, he probably has a bug because he doesn't really throw up very often. So I'm just feeling so discouraged. <laughs> I get in my car and I head back to my kids. You know, I had, you know, 25 minutes of my big break <laughs> that I was anticipating my, for three hours. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I, anyway, and so I call my mom on the way and I just told her, I was like, I don't even know because they've been sick for so long. I don't even know how to be their mom anymore. Like all the things I usually know. Oh, and true. It's sad about this. This is how I can talk them out of feeling these big emotions or when Everly's throwing a fit, this is what I do. But it's like nothing. She, she was... lets her lay on the floor and laughs at her. <laughs> I do, she I do, do. But anyway. <laughs> um, cause it's ridiculous. Yes. Um, but I was like, I don't even know how to be their mom anymore. You know, I'm like, feel like, and that's, I feel like we feel like that. So, so many times like, I don't even know how to do this anymore. I thought I knew how to keep my house clean or I thought I was organized or I thought, I loved my husband or I thought I was a good mom and then whatever circumstances happen and I just you just feel like inadequate or just like you lost you're like I don't even know how to love them or take care of them I don't even know how to read them I thought I knew them you know I've I've mm-hmm. known I've been raising them their whole lives I think if anyone knows them I know them and I'm completely lost and so it just felt like a big old fat loss yeah yeah. And Madeline never cries. I mean, she's the happy go lucky. She's not really a feeler. She's more of a thinker and she can logically talk herself out of being sad or any negative emotions she can talk herself out of and get back on top. And so it was just a good red flag that, okay, it's time to send the cavalry in. Yeah. And I think Molly and I came in that next weekend uh-huh. and we, you know, it helped get everyone healthy. It was very funny because I, I called her and I was crying on the phone with her. And then I got back to 
Macy's house and Truett came up to me and just started bawling. He, I was holding him. He just started crying, mommy, I've been throwing up. I feel sick. And Macy was like, he hasn't been like this. He's been like so brave and so strong. And I said, oh, whenever you talk to your mom, you just cry. <laughs> I said, you can't help it. I said, I just did it on the phone with my mom, Truett. Don't worry. It's like when mom comes home, you just cry. And so that honestly, to me, that day was a, a win because it's I was a, like, yeah. emotionally, I'm still his mom you know i'm still yeah. a safe place and, even though everything's and crazy you're thinking all those things that you're not adequate but he's not yeah and, and i'm frustrated mom, that i'm coming back and that he has a stomach bug and then yeah. i lost this and i'm feeling entitled to the time that i thought i was gonna get but i just walk in and hug him and it doesn't matter anymore all it's like melts he's, away. he's my baby and he's sick i'm gonna be with him and he needs you and that's and the you, win you know yeah. and you, you're supposed to cry in your mom's arms you know <laughs> and, and you do whenever you have a healthy relationship with your mom that's who that's the arms you go and cry in yeah and that's the win yeah, that's good. And so just to to flip it, you know, to just to kind of maybe even wrap it up a little bit, you know, I, I, moms, have you had those kind of days? You know, have you had those kind of seasons? I mean, I go back to think about, I just told Madeline this over and over again, when Madeline was, I don't know, maybe two, two and a half, she ended up in the hospital with RSV and pneumonia. And I just remember being so grateful that somebody else was taking care of her. Because you had two other, McKinsey and Macy? Yeah, I think I just had a nursing Macy. I think it was tiny Macy and that was it. And Molly. And Molly, yeah. And I just remember feeling so overwhelmed and so up to my eyeballs and I can't do this. And I was trying to boost the immune system and do the natural things and had been to the doctor four different times was doing the antibiotics and doing all the things, but it wasn't enough. It just wasn't enough. I think we even missed Christmas that year. Didn't even get to go to the end because we had a 95 year old grandmother and we didn't want to expose her to RSV. And I remember feeling overwhelmed. And that's one of the many, many times as I look back and remember feeling overwhelmed. And I just, I mean, and we got on the other side of it and we looked back and I was just telling Madeline, the sun comes up in the morning. Joy might not be there in the morning, but the <laughs> sun comes up, you know, and it's a new morning and it's got, it's got fresh freshness with it. And with that new day, you get the chance to love again. But as I look back on that stressful time. And as Madeline looks back, it's still very fresh. And she says, mom, I feel like I'm still living it. You know, it's still <laughs> like, we just went tonight to, to go shopping, shopping. <laughs> and, and like her little kids have got so much energy and they're all over the place. And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, in stereo, both of them back and forth. And it's just crazy. And we sit down to eat and I go, wow, that feels chaotic. <laughs> And I, I think I said something like, are you kidding me? I was just thinking this has been such a peaceful, relaxing night. She was like, were we at the same night? Yeah, exactly. I was like, this is my life. Like high energy children running craziness. Yeah. And she was like, that was chaotic. I'm like, oh, this has been amazing. And so what I'm trying to say here is that, yes, small children there is an intensity and it, and it, and it is chaotic and it does feel crazy and you do feel out of control and you do feel like that there are, there are moments. And I remember moments every single day when the kids were little that were failures. It felt like a failure. I was a failure. They were a failure. The circumstance, the situation somewhere along the way during the day, there was, it wasn't done at the level that I wanted it done or the expectation. (laughs) But What I'm trying to say is that looking back on it now, looking back and seeing Madeline on Madeline's 28th birthday, looking back at her childhood, it was a great childhood, Mm -hmm. right? Do you, I mean, I'm sure you remember, yeah, my mom lost it, but 
often? I mean, all the time? No, she doesn't remember all the times I lost it. She remembers a few times I lost it. And so it's okay. One of them was when we had a stomach bug, I think, or, oh, or yes. something. Yeah. So listen, I'm so adamantly opposed to stomach bugs. I'm like, we don't get stomach bugs. Yeah. No, the Mannies don't get stomach bugs. I made the children sleep in the floor in the bathroom by the toilet when we had a stomach bug because it's like, yeah, not cleaning that up. That's a mess. Um, but that is, it was thinking about even talking to her, like when were some hard times for you or did we do this or was this hard for you? She's like, well, I don't really remember. She's, I, I, I mean, she's like, I remember there being a few hard seasons, but I don't really remember. And I'm just like, I'm kind of like, I don't really believe you because I'm like, how do you have seven kids and then there not be every day, not be really hard, you know? And I'm sure it was definitely but because there were so many wins and the perspective on it was like this bigger perspective of like, what are we going to do? Can we disciple them for the, the kids, kids for the long haul, invest in their lives. And now that we're in our, you know, we're all, we're grown up. She looks back and she's like, oh yeah, this was a win. Parenting was a win. Mm-hmm. Whereas for me, mm-hmm. it feels like hard to see that because I don't have any perspective. I don't have a 20 year old to look back at and be right. like, oh, this is the win. Like yeah. this is the fruit of my yeah. life right now. It's just like, discipline again and you know wiping a snotty nose again and so I don't have any perspective and so it's helpful to know that when you're in your 50s and you have raised all of your kids <laughs> that whenever you're like we're asking like when was it hard what did you do how did you do this and she's like well I don't really remember I'm like okay you know like maybe I won't remember <laughs> yeah, you definitely won't remember but what I love is I mean what are some of the wins that you see throughout the day I mean what is it that I mean I would say laughter is a win yeah. anytime that you can put laughter into your crazy chaotic day it's a win anytime you laugh at your children it's a win-win because they are they are thrilled that they have made you laugh they want more than anything to make mom happy Mm -hmm. and to make mom laugh they absolutely music to their ears when they hear you laugh and so that's a that's a small thing what's another small thing to add Um, I think we're learning I think the truth's learning and both of them are learning how to take care of each other and take care of me um in a like Hey, will you give this to your sister? Hey, will you like, well, every time at night when we do our little medicine routine, I'll give one to Truett, I'll give two to Truett and he'll give the other thing to Everly or I'll give two to Everly and he'll give the other thing to Truett. And so all day throughout the day, Hey, will you go grab a tissue for me so I can wipe your sister's nose or, or just, so he's just, they're both just learning what it looks like to serve and take care of each other. Or if I'm laying on the couch because I don't feel good, they growing a baby, growing a baby or having a stomach <laughs> bug or I have whatever they have. They're like both very conscientious of it. And true, it like as soon as if I lay it down, even if I sit down, it's so foreign to them to see me like seated. True, it will come up and say, Mommy, are you feeling okay? And if I say no, he'll say, Okay, Father God, will you make mommy feel better in the name of Jesus? And just immediately the first thing he does is Father God, like he just starts praying in the name of Jesus. And so little things like that, learning to pray, um, learning to take care of each other, learning to serve each other learning to think about each other. You know, we've, we've talked a lot. Like he'll even say right now I can't drink after Everly because she has a snotty nose, but when she's done having a snotty nose, I can because we can drink after each other or something. <laughs> and so just learning how that's one just thing. Seeing them yeah. interact with each other. Yeah. yeah. It's delightful. Yeah. And so, and then Madeline says that she's solar powered. I love that. And that was, that is Madeline's, <laughs> I would say that's your number one highlight of the day. And when you can get out. Yes. Going outside is huge for us. And we really have, been fighting for it even in the cold or even in bad weather days just getting outside we'll throw on rain boots throw on jackets throw on whatever it takes to get outside even if it's just for like 20 minutes um 
Yeah, and structuring our day, I think that's been helpful, having something to do, places to go, even if it's just to the park or something. I'm mm-hmm. really looking Getting out to of those four walls. Yes. Huge. Yes. yes. And then there's no one to mess up the house. And so if you get it clean and get them out the door before they can make the mess, then you can come home around lunchtime and it's still clean. It's really <laughs> lovely. <laughs> and then you put them down for a nap. So yeah. Stay yeah. Clean yeah. For Until like three hours. o'clock, it's clean. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. That's good. And I think communicating... Um, that's been also really helpful communicating with my husband and not that he's been able to help because he's been working so much, but just being like, Hey, I'm not doing very good. Mm, just letting good. you know, you know, like I, like I don't, and he'll say, well, what can I do to help? I'm like, nah, nothing really. Unless when you come home, you could just give the kids a bath and I'll clean the kitchen, you know, like you take the kids and I'll take something else. Um, but he's like not blindsided by the fact that it's been right, really you hard and you ripped his months. head off yeah. and you hadn't told him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm telling him most nights, like, hey, this day was fine for the most part, but this was a pretty hard day. Or calling him before he gets home from work and be like, hey, just be forewarned. The kids are definitely in a mood and this might be a rough evening. You know, not yeah. trying to speak negativity, but just more being like, this Awareness. is where we're at. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. this is what's going on. Well, and then too, and I was just telling Mad- Madeline that at some point in time, you might need help. Yeah. I mean, if you, you're backed up against the wall, you, you might need help. Like if she's looking into the fall and the baby's born, it's like you, you might need to either put Truett in a little school or have somebody watch him or have him go play or something to give yourself a little bit of space. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's okay to have help. I just, as I look back over um, our lives, we, we did have Mother's Day out. So I didn't have toddlers all day, every day. <laughs> and we did have um, some maids, you know, helpers come and clean the house a couple times times a month. And Don and I did escape for a date on a regular basis to just have a break because I've just learned that when you leave your children and you, you leave, leave them for a little while, when you go out to dinner, <laughs> you know, when you go have those few hours by yourself, you come back and you love them so much more. Totally. And totally. so it's, it's okay. It's okay, moms. And it's okay, Madeline, you know, <laughs> as you're coming out of this rough season, as you're fighting for fighting for those little moments, fighting for the good in each day. It's okay to even ask for help. Yeah. Yep. And it feels hard. It feels harder to get help than it does because all the things you have to do, you know, you're like, Oh, like I just, even the other day I was like, Larry, I need a break. I need to go out. But I was like, but I can't let you do bedtime because you don't know all the steps with all the medicine that they're taking. Yeah. And by the time I tell you, it's going to be bedtime. And so it's not a point. And if this kid wakes up from a nap doing this, this is what, you know, she's got really bad diaper rash. So you need to put these different things on her or yes, whatever. It's like, yes. so it almost feels more complicated to leave. But I, I just ended up leaving. <laughs> I was like, just call me when this kid wakes up and I'll be back before bedtime, you know, and we'll figure that and we'll all go for an hour. Yeah. Um, and it was really helpful. He said, where are you going to go? I said, I don't know. I'm going to get my car and see where, see where it takes me. And sometimes you just need to do that. Just like find someone to come or give it, give your husband and just get in the car and see where it takes you. You know, I think I went to Walmart and ended up getting the things that my grocery pickup order didn't and then came home. So it wasn't even even that restful. No, I remember, as you say that, I remember knowing that when I was at the end of my rope, when I was done, you know, backed in the corner and felt like a caged animal, I would start dreaming of staying in a hotel by myself. (laughs) And it would be like, and I actually did. There was a couple times that I, I know for sure that I stayed in a hotel. And then there was a couple times that like friends were out of town and Don arranged it for me to go spend the night. And what, whoever nursing infant that I had with me, I would take that one with me, (laughs) but I would leave everybody else at home. And it really 
really was a beautiful, beautiful reset for my sanity mm-hmm. to come back in. And so if that's what needs to happen, and Madeline's actually might even get to do that because she's in town to go help a friend have a baby. Yes. And so she's going to leave her babies here. So she's going to get to drive a few hours by herself, uh-huh, uh-huh. be with friends, and then drive back. And yes. so maybe that will be the reset. And then summer's in the air. And yes. so I'm just believing for you that <laughs> this season is behind you and new Me season too. is ahead of you. And enjoy it before the newborn is here and you're <laughs> reset into a new season. Yes. All right, families, thanks so much for listening to us. And if you are fighting for those little moments, if you feel like you are losing the battle, then we just encourage you to press in. Mm -hmm. Seek the Lord. Enjoy your children. See the highlights and the little moments that he gives you, the little bitty gifts, the little bitty things, because they are there. They might be hidden underneath the big things, but they are there. Just look for them. Yes. One more, like, last thing I asked. I ask Larry this a lot because my husband is very, my husband Larry is very task oriented. And so when he gets home from work, he often is still in task mode. And so he'll be doing things. And I, I'll ask him, I'll say, Hey, do you want to be doing that task? Or do you want to be like living in this moment? And I, and he knows that sounds like a little bit of like a harsh question, but a lot of times it's because he's preoccupied with other things. And so, and I ask myself the question a lot too. I'm like, do I want the dishes to be done or do I want to go outside and play with my kids right now? Mm -hmm. And, and sometimes the answer is no, I actually would like the house to be clean. You know, like I actually, people are coming over this evening and if I can get on top of it right now, then I'll feel more peaceful later on in the day. But most of the time, the answer is I want to choose them. Mm -hmm. And so just add like, just maybe as a question to ask yourself as we kind of close out and end is like, like this or this, them or whatever the thing is that's stressing us out, them or whatever the task that feels more important, them or whatever the blank answer is. You know, like, do I want to build a relationship with them or do I want to continue to lose my temper at them or whatever the thing is that you're dealing with, like them or this other circumstance or situation. And I bet you most of the time it'll be them. And so if that's the case, maybe letting that thing fall to later on in the day or Mm -hmm. at a time that they are not awake or whatever it is. Right. So God's faithful. He's going to give you the time and the energy that you need to make those things happen Mm -hmm. when you invest in his little people and the little (laughs) gifts that he's given you. I love that. Thank you, Madeline. All right. Go be crazy. Crazycoolfamily.com.